Welcome to Season 3, Episode 12 of the Family Travel Australia Podcast. We are Paul, Katie and Jasper from the Feel Good Family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome! Hello again. Okay, so we've got into a bit of a habit now where we're doing early morning podcasts. Mm, it is it is good, isn't it? We feel like we sound early morning-ish. <laughs> it's still waking. <laughs> These are our waking up voices. And we are in the outback and it is super hot during the day, mm. but it's still a little bit cool in, in the morning, isn't yeah, it? I've got a hoodie on. It definitely, this morning, is much cooler than the last few mornings that we've experienced. I've actually, I love, I've got a new phone and when my morning alarm goes off mm. and I stop it, it says to me, good morning, today is going to be a top of and it's currently and it tells me the temperature and I really love that. I get a kick out of seeing that first thing in the morning, particularly... <laughs> After being in Tasmania mm. and, you know, having it tell me that it's going to be an absolutely freezing day and don't go outside the caravan, basically. And now here we are in the outback in Queensland and it's been telling me that the morning temperatures around 6.30am are like 21 degrees, but <laughs> not this morning. This morning definitely has a chill in the air. Mm, it has. And uh, Jasper Rooney is all wrapped up in bed and lucky little bugger yeah we're we're really having this parental internal battle and and in our discussion around screen time because our our roles in our uh, full-time family travel lifestyle and the responsibilities that come with the content that we're producing have increased quite a lot over the last couple of months and so it's very easy to just go there's an ipad you know, stick a DVD on, chuck some headphones mm. on him, and a couple of hours later, we remember that he's <laughs> he's oh, still yeah, there because he's he's quite a focused child, mm. I have to say, which is a blessing. But yeah, so we've decided. Oh no, why don't we just make more effort? Get up early. That means less screen time. Mm. It is an incredible tool, but we definitely see a change in his behaviour patterns toward the end of the day mm, if he's yes. had too much too much screen that's time. right mm. i actually think this would make an excellent segment or an excellent podcast and we have recently had some comments come into us from other families who are preparing or considering to live this lifestyle and travel australia asking us how we balance the responsibilities between work and parenting. And I think this is an excellent topic to discuss and by no means are we experts. In fact, I'd almost love to open it up for some uh, comments and suggestions and tips from others who are doing it or who mm. have done it or whether that's travelling or, you know, homeschooling or whatever it is, I think it would be an excellent episode or segment great idea and we have yesterday had another family reach out to us to look to collaborate in some way mm. and they're doing something very different they're traveling the world on a sailing boat oh man that just takes it to a whole <laughs> nother level for me that they have uh repaired built and managed themselves 
uh, and they have a cat as well. It's just incredible. So I, I got back in touch with them and said, let's get you on to the podcast show and we'll, we'll do an interview because there's such an incredible contrast there in what you're doing. Yet there are some, some really wonderful uh, similarities around the risk, the adventure and, and those sort of things, you know, getting out of your comfort zone. Mm. Uh, but where I'm going with this is I will seek out another family from our travels that have kids and yeah, we will look at a, a parenting segment. I think that great would be idea. great. In fact, we have been discussing incorporating this style of podcast mm. as a monthly feature moving forward. Mm. There's so many other interesting families or people out there traveling. So we'd love to be able to share their stories and their insights as well. Do you know, it has triggered for me that we really love the storytelling that comes with mm. travel. That is the discovery part of it. Yes. Whether that's historical or character at the pub mm -hmm. or another family and where they went and tips and tricks and hints. and It's all about storytelling. It sure is. And I think it's the stories that really connect you to the places as well. And more often than not, create the lasting memory. Yes. Oh, beautifully said, Del. <laughs> That's what you did with it, Dal. <laughs> All right. Seeing that we're here to talk about travel. Yeah, we probably should do that. Do that, yeah. Okay. Incredible week. Mm. We, we called our episode on YouTube, Ocean to the Outback. Yes. Well, and it literally was that, wasn't it? <laughs> And it has blitzed all our other videos. It's the number one viewed video that we've created uh, in its short uh, lifetime. Mm. So obviously struck a chord with people and with domestic travel, so important for Australians' well-being, you know, for those that are starting to get restrictions eased mm. and that can travel, particularly what we're seeing and experiencing here in Queensland. Yes. Uh, wonderful. So... We kicked off from the sleepy historic town of Maryborough. On the Fraser Coast. A place that we have frequented many times uh, pre our travelling mm. because it is just a beautiful little town with some absolute wonderful experiences that are geared towards family. And um, so Jasper just loves that area too. But we decided to stock up. We've got our new van. We're all hitched up. There is this wonderful little block of land that seems to attract people with every type of RV and tow yes. vehicle because this vacant block of land is right in the epicenter of an LD, mm -hmm. Coles, all your takeaway food services, and a Bunnings. Uh, yes, your favourite spot. <laughs> I really love this spot <laughs> because... Kate will run off that way to LD. Jasper and I will duck into Bunnings because you always need something. Right. You always Bunnings. need things from Bunnings you didn't know you needed. Jasper loves it. They've got little trolleys with little flags. It's the funniest <laughs> thing. He just thinks it's just like this amazing experience. And for us, that's great because it's free. Uh, and, yeah, of course, Coles and the other major shopping centre right alongside it. So we, we geared everything up, got ourselves sorted, and we hit the road. Yes, and, I mean, so good. 
to have the new van and have the wheels turning again. Um, we were certainly not organised in any sense of the word. We had stuff everywhere, didn't we? I think I said to Paul it was like moving house before we'd actually moved house. We just hadn't found homes for anything in the van. I think you said it's like moving house while moving. While moving house, Yeah. Because we were literally moving our house down the road and still trying to figure out where everything lives. I mean, we are still sitting here, and we said this last week, with stuff (laughs) everywhere. We should get onto that. I've been chipping away a little bit at a time, but, Mm. uh, you know, it's it's not a quick or easy thing because you think you know where you're going to put things and then, of course, you'll find a better place you know, a few times later that you think, yes, this is mm. actually the spot I'm going to put it. Anyway, we digress. Our itinerary goes a little something like this. Maryborough out to Kingaroy, not far from there, from Kingaroy to Miles Showground, mm. on to Roma, then on to Mitchell, mm-hmm. and our final destination for this week was Charleville. Charleville. So it was about... 750 kilometres in total, mm-hmm. I think. That's right. In travel across the week. So we did, you know, we did do some good drive days in mm. there as well. But the little gems of places that we found along the way were excellent. And it felt like we were actually starting season three again. It was super exciting, wasn't it? It had all of that that feeling of hitting the road and and getting out there and and there's something about going to a new destination mm. completely new never seen by any of us never experienced by any of us i loved that it was such an adventure in the unknown of just seeing the horizon continually changing yes i love that yeah discovering the new destinations absolutely so we had a really wonderful start Mm. we uh as i think we've discussed before or if not katie and i fell in love and uh met at australia zoo we weren't just uh, tourists we were actually (laughs) both working there katie was uh, the executive assistant to the general manager and and also looking after the Irwin family, Stephen Terry and kids. And I had landed a gig with Bindi's new show called Bindi and the Crocman. Mm. And um, that was with Steve as well. And, and it's, w- it's worth a little Google <laughs> to find some some old gems of photos and videos of Paul in all of his yes. Bindi and the Crocman dancing glory. Wow, that's right. It's nothing better than singing and dancing about wildlife mm-hmm. in a tight yellow shirt. Uh, so there's a, a bit of a blast from the past. We did fall in love wearing khaki. It was That's a difficult thing to do for anyone, I think. Well, let's look. It's not the most flattering <laughs> colour, that's for sure. <laughs> but during that time, we got to spend time with and get to know Bob Irwin and his uh, beautiful wife, Judy. Mm-hmm. So we knew that we were going in their vicinity and decided to do an overnight and reconnect. And they are just salt of the earth people, beautiful people. That was such a treat for us to be there and, and share that time with Jasper as a family. Mm. I mean, just, yeah, we we love them. Incredible 
on the, you know, the environmental conservationist side of things, what they, Bob's impact, you know, what he has, has done and achieved in his life is just inspirational. Mm. But as people, just, just beautiful people that you want to just sit and be around and have a yarn and, and just spend time together. And one of my favourite moments as we were hitching up, Jasper was sitting around the fire circle with Bob and Judy and I heard him ask Bob, so how do you catch crocodiles? <laughs> so cute. And, and Bob said, oh, with quite a bit of difficulty, they're, they're quite <laughs> dangerous. And then they went on to, to share a moment. And so I, it was just lovely to be outside of that conversation but witness it mm. and then walk away and leave Jasper, you know, in his own excitable way. Learning really. from one of the greats. It was just mm. awesome. I just thought, uh, yeah, the value in that moment will, will be much later down the track. Yeah, I think. Oh, for Jasper. Yeah, that's right. But anyway, from there, we we said goodbyes and, and hopefully we will see them mm. sooner than later. This time we won't leave the gap so long. Uh, we headed out to Miles Showground, which was this wonderful little place. It was $20. It was uh, with power and water, mm. a, a gated showground. We love staying at the showgrounds. I don't, I mean, I've got to say, don't you love the real country showgrounds? There is mm. something really special about them. They are totally old school. The beautiful wrought iron entry gates of the Miles Showground. Mm. And that's right, and there's the the race course mm -hmm. sort of area and the holding yards, and, I mean, these are all facilities that were built back in the 1920s oh. and 30s, and it's quite rustic and old and worn down. But walking around there with Jasper was awesome. really good fun, and he just had a, a ball. He was just running around that place and I left you guys to, to really <laughs> go for it. Well, you couldn't race with us. No. No, but it is um it is a testament to some of these communities for providing excellent showground facilities for campers to stay in. Mm -hmm. Great amenities. It was pet friendly. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not travelling with a pet, but people ask us to always mention that it, whether it is or not. Mm. So, um, yeah, and $20 a night. From there, we headed to Roma, and we actually stopped there right at the sail yards. Now, we didn't go into the sail yards. Uh, in hindsight, it's probably something that I wish we had have done, mm. just to see the the call of of the facilitator and, you know, and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> mm. We could hear the banter. Yes. I have to say... It was United Fuel Stock, the cheapest diesel fuel we have purchased in the last year. It was like a dollar thirteen a litre. It's hard to believe, really, when we see the petrol prices that we're paying now. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and then we s did go on a bit of a uh, a tour of Roma. I like to call it. Look, tour de Roma. Tour de Roma, because. We were trying to follow this sign to Roma's largest bottle tree. Yeah. And it kind of takes you around in a circle and back on yourself and then, then you sort of drive past on. Oh, hang on, there's another one. Yeah, just 
something we thought was a little disjointed? Well, I don't think it was just us, actually. When I was looking on Google to actually try and find the directions to get to Roma's largest bottle tree, there is a number of reviews and comments of people saying, you know. Couldn't find it. (laughs) Keep driving because it is worth the stop, but um, it does take you on a bit of a tour through the town, which, do you know what, I actually... I didn't know what to expect with Roma because I'd never been there before. But Roma is beautiful with its bottle tree lined streets. There are bottle trees everywhere. And then, of course, when you do finally get to where they have the largest bottle tree in Roma, it is spectacular. It is an incredible 100 plus year old tree that is huge. Yeah, it is. It is definitely worth a stop. Just a you know five minute stop. Really great interpretive signage around not only the the bottle tree but the history of the area, dinosaurs, flora fauna. It's really really mm. cool. And so from there we we did kick on. We continued to Mitchell and we stopped at a caravan park known as the Major Mitchell Caravan Park. It was a great park, wasn't it? And it was really uh, Mitchell was named after this explorer, uh, Major Mitchell, who had worked out that there was an overland route from Sydney to Darwin, mm-hmm. and he stopped in Mitchell. And the Major Mitchell parrot yes. is also named, named after, after him. him. Anyway, this was a fabulous park. Yeah, it was fantastic. They were absolutely chockers. They only had a drive-through ensuite site available. It uh, was thirty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. So, having an ensuite site, the amenities were spotless. They had a massive fire pit. Mm-hmm. They had a free museum talking to the uh, Aboriginal settlement that had been there. Um, the government had had separated whites and blacks in the town back in the day because there was so much fighting mm-hmm. and it basically built this uh, compound wow. uh, that was really um, amazing because the Aboriginal culture was able to be sustained and protected Preserved. so that, yeah, yeah, because they were able to continue teaching their, their cultural ways mm-hmm. within there. Which hasn't happened in a lot of no, places, No, I mean, right? that's right. Mm-hmm. There's an, a number of these language groups that are uh, languages that are extinct. Mm. So that that was quite a unique story here. I think it was called Yamba Settlement. Right. Mm. And Jasper and I went and found that, and there was this beautiful big stone mosaic on the, on the ground. And, yeah, it was just, uh, it was like this uncovering of something that you wouldn't know was there mm. unless you actually... Went, went looking for went it. Went looking for it, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the other highlight for us was the artesian spa and wellness pools. Oh, yes, just up the road from the Major Mitchell Caravan Park. In fact, you could easily walk it a few hundred metres. Mm. And, oh, so awesome. I think it was $12 all up for yeah, the three of us. It was certainly a very inexpensive very- yeah, for a unique experience like that. Well, certainly unique for us. We had not been to an artesian basin yeah, right. pools ever. Exactly. And so it was set up a little bit like a, I guess, a public pool, but the difference being that the the water in there was two pools one was a bit cooler than the other but the water obviously is coming from the artesian basin which is, is 
1.7 million square kilometres in size. Incredible. Up to three kilometres deep. Mm. I think they're actually pumping that water up from just over a kilometre right. at that particular point on the northern end of the basin. And ranges in temperature from 30 degrees Celsius to 100 degrees Celsius. That's right. And it's the main water source for many parts of inland Australia and apparently has all of these incredible health benefits as well. <laughs> so we went and spent the afternoon soaking our tired bodies after a big day of driving. Jasper absolutely so loved cool. it. And the little town itself has these kind of little pubs. It's definitely uh, welcoming and and really encouraging travel and people to please come and visit. And look, we loved our time there. It's a shame we only had one night. That's right. You mm. could spend a couple of nights there and have plenty for the kids, uh, you know, or yourself to really enjoy. Mm. And and we met a really lovely lady there, Sally, mm -hmm. who was a, a journalist. Uh, and, yeah, and then another lady who was a local who told us about the rich history of the outlaws in the area. Mm. And it was just a <laughs> unique experience. Yeah. And uh, one that we would return for as yes, well. Yes, definitely. Okay, so we left Mitchell and our final destination was Charleville. And I tell you what, Charleville has got a huge amount of activity and uh, experiences for everyone. Mm. From the Bilbies. Yes. Uh, the Cosmos Centre. Mm -hmm. The Flying Doctors. Yeah, the Royal Flying Doctors, that's right. There's a a really unique war tour mm. because that it had a major part as a secret base during World War II. That's right. And so all of these experiences we actually didn't get to do. No, we didn't. And this it's a good is, reason to return to Charleville. And this is a, a good moment for us to say COVID is still impacting a lot of the tourism operators and towns as far as numbers and allowability on access to places and so bookings are essential mm. it's it's really an interesting time i think because it's a positive and a negative all wrapped up into one thing business is going great out here because queenslanders in particular are traveling mm. and or, they're getting out or interstate travelers that had crossed the border that's right yeah but queensland is, is on the road and is on the move and are experiencing particularly these regional places as well. So that is awesome for business. Mm. The downside is because of the COVID restrictions, there are limits on numbers and limits on availability. So we missed out in Charleville, which was really devastating at the time because it had been on our bucket list, well, Paul's bucket list for a very long time, particularly the Cosmos Centre. You're right. Uh, look, I, I did at first get quite upset mm. but uh, we're definitely going back it and that's right it it made us think do you know what we wouldn't have got it all done in we the two days rushed. we were in charleville anyway yes that's right let's really come back and do it slower and experience it better mm. the bilbies in fact were actually closed well not closed but not allowing any public tours they had taken a positive advantage of COVID and it closed their doors and kept them shut to breed 
<laughs> which is awesome for the bilbies out here in this region. So we are looking forward to getting back to Charleville and experiencing everything that is on offer there. But we certainly had a lovely two-night stay while we were there. We did, and we were at the Charleville Bush Caravan Park. It was $33 a night for a powered site with water, uh, no pets allowed, no smokers allowed. Uh, the great part of being in the outback and what we did love and experience here was the sunsets. Mm. Their amenities were immaculate. Mm. And normally on a Wednesday, I think, and a Friday afternoon, the owner does a storytelling session and poetry Around session. The campfire, right? Yes. Now he was on holidays. <laughs> <laughs> so there wasn't any of that. They had this little wire bed that was on a slight angle, um, an incline that was called the star bed. So you could lay and look at the oh, stars, the stars. which was, was fun. And Jasper enjoyed that. So plenty to go back for to Charleville. Mm. And I, I think that what this experience has made us aware of is that you need a lot more time if you are coming out here mm. to outback Queensland, not only because of the geography mm. and the, the, the landscape and the driving time between these places, mm -hmm. but they are all geared towards welcoming tourists. They're doing a wonderful job. Mm -hmm but you need more time to spend in these places. Definitely. I love that we're still learning that lesson, you know, over a year into our travels. Okay, true. Slow down, mm. take more time. And I think something that we've also learnt is that it's really important to have some in-between days where you're not off doing activities or experiences or exploring, particularly in places like Outback Queensland where it's, super hot yeah. you know you do feel a bit more tired it's important just to have those real let's just chill today for us we take advantage of that and get some work done as well yeah we also had a moment where we all set out together and the bird life is mm -hmm. quite remarkable it is so we really enjoyed those those moments of actually not rushing around yes right. okay next week we are travelling almost the same distance again. <laughs> wow. About another 700 kilometres northwest to Winton, <gasps> way out west. Ooh. We'll have two weeks of exploring, discovering, uncovering, enjoying this incredible part of Queensland. Mm. And it, it is bumper. We, we realise very quickly, now that we are actually podcasting from here, mm -hmm. that one week was not going to be long enough. No, no way. We extended for two. Amazing place. Yeah. Yeah. One that we'll come back to many times, I think. Okay. So thank you so much for listening and joining us again this week. Mm. Next week will be a ripper. We look forward to joining you then. For now, thanks for listening. Dream big, look after your family. And happy trails. Feel the journey.